welcome to Pops and Hisses, a podcast where we talk to musicians you love, talk about concerts, and answer your burning music questions. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I'm talking about ticket prices. It's been a wild time for concerts, and it's been even wilder for concert tickets. Maybe you've noticed when you've gone to buy tickets, maybe you've just read the articles out there, but ticket prices are up some of them big time. Those are the ones you've probably heard about the most or heard stories about the most. And some people are super, super mad. This is a topic that's come up on social, people hitting me up on Twitter to ask about it. So I thought it'd be something we could dive into on this podcast episode. So with all that, some people think it's the downfall of the concert industry. Some people think artists should be pissed too. And almost nobody has a great understanding, though, of how the concert industry works and how those tickets are actually priced. And that's something we're going to jump into. Real quick, I do want to remind you, you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But now it's time to talk about those ticket prices. Let's get into it. So the biggest splash in the concert industry was this story in the New York Times called The Case of the $5,000 Springsteen Tickets. The tagline was, Triumphant fans showed up in Ticketmaster's queue with special codes, only to encounter its, quote, dynamic pricing system. Was the boss okay with that? I will make sure and drop the link to that in the show notes so you can check that out. But yes, Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, the boss himself, the supposed man of the people, announced his tour earlier this year, not too long ago, and there was a lot of online backlash, mainly on Twitter. Let's be honest. We like to fight on Twitter and yell about stuff, Uh, but lots of online backlash from people angry at his top-priced tickets. Now, I'm emphasizing top-priced because that's a very important part of this. So the story in the New York Times tells this story of outrage and it's designed to get you angry understandably the guy did a great job who wrote it uh it's it's an interesting story and it does get into a lot of details but the story left out or you know kind of did a bad job representing the current concert industry and ticket price factors choosing instead to kind of detail the outrage some fans felt uh the story quotes some really great people including uh bill wordy who's a guy i really like you follow him on twitter he used to edit uh billboard he's got a great newsletter great follow on twitter and uh bill also runs a program at syracuse university for uh on the music industry he's an expert he knows his stuff and he talked a lot about those tickets and how crazy priced they were so five thousand dollars that's a shocking number right I'd never pay that much for a concert ticket, you're shouting right now, right? That's highway robbery, you declare. Well, yeah, of course you would never pay that. That's ridiculous. $5,000 to see Bruce Springsteen? Like, if I paid $5,000, I better get a hug from Bruce Springsteen and be welcomed on stage to sing Thunder Road, right? Like, $5,000 is nuts for one ticket? Crazy. Okay, yeah, you would never pay that. I'd never pay that. But other people will. That rich person who has tons of money and All they want to do is sit front row center for Bruce Springsteen. Yes, they will spend $10,000 to go to that show. So, you know, that guy is out there. And the concert ticket market is way different than it used to be. Those ticket prices, those $5,000 tickets are not normal. That's for the best and most costly and most in-demand tickets. Only the richest fans are going to pay for that. Even the New York Times story, which does spend most of its time talking about those $5,000 tickets, does go on to say that, yes, most tickets for the entire tour are in the mid $200 range. That's a lot. It's more than it used to be, but that's pretty normal for a big artist like Springsteen. He knows that his fans are dedicated. They'd happily pay $200 to go see him. Like that's what most tickets were uh, for his show. And uh, they got some information from Ticketmaster. 
only 1.2% of all Springsteen tickets sold for this tour were for more than $1,000. 1.2%. So that's not very many. That's probably the front rows. And by the way, most artists are doing this. Uh, they call them VIP tickets or they you know, make special packages that include a t-shirt and a lanyard that don't actually mean anything or there's a pre-show barbecue. But you know that is very common for $1,000 tickets for those first few rows or a special section or it gets you a wristband or a free drink or whatever. Um, you know, that's very, very common. And 1.2% of all Springsteen tickets, that's not very many. Um, interesting also, as I read this story in the Times, and it is a well-reported story, they have a lot of information in there. The presentation is a lot about that outrage, but they do keep talking about face value of tickets. So that is something of an outdated term. You know it, I know it, but it's not really the way it is. So back in the day, right, tickets used to cost a set dollar amount. That dollar amount never changed. It was literally printed on the face of the tickets, hence the term face value. You know this, I know this. That's how it was. So tiered pricing came eventually. So that means one price was for the closest section, maybe the first few rows, another for the section farther back than that, you know, all the way up to the cheapest seats in the nosebleeds. That's tiered pricing. Those still had a face value, right? But yeah, there was a concert industry era <laughs> that I think we all remember fondly when they said tickets are $45. And it didn't matter if you're in the front row or you're in the nosebleeds, they'll cost the same thing. But, you know, tiered pricing happened too. So both of those models still offer opportunity for scalpers, resellers or secondary sellers or whatever term they like to use to make themselves sound good. But, um, you know, those people, those folks, those scalpers would buy what they felt were undervalued tickets, mark them up to a higher price, and then market them to fans who wanted the, quote, best tickets. A lot of uh, scalpers, secondary sellers, whatever, are located in a particular area. They might feel like they know the local market better, um, what people would pay. They also usually market to folks and say, like, we get the best tickets for you. And they do, but they're also marking them up from the original. If that guy wasn't there, you'd be able to buy them for cheaper. Anyway, so for that premium set by the scalper, not the venue or artist or the promoter, you can get that ticket. So welcome to the digital age. We now have numbers and algorithms and all kinds of digital technology to figure out what people will pay for certain tickets. And that's been implemented into the Ticketmaster system with a model called dynamic pricing. That means the ticket price can and will change depending on demand. Artists have tried all kinds of things to keep scalpers out, and this one here might be the most effective. Tired of seeing their $150 tickets sold online by scalpers for $1,500, they now have technology to figure out what price people will pay and set the price of the ticket. And now that money, instead of going to somebody they don't know, goes directly to the artist. Of course, and Ticketmaster takes some, and their promoter takes some, and everybody who works for them does, but... Right? They're taking the money, not some other reseller. So uh, back to the price. That $5,000 number seems high, right? Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. That's what I said before. But also, like I said before, even the Springsteen camp said that was incredibly rare. Only 1.2% were over $1,000, remember? Also, not every ticket is subject to dynamic pricing. So that's usually for the most in-demand tickets. Those tickets that are you know, right up front, people are... They test it, see that people are going to pay more, and they'll move that ticket price up. They want to get to the point at which uh, demand meets their supply. So that's what they do. Um, but most tickets remain the same price forever. That face value remains face value for an eternity. Only the highest demand tickets are usually volatile and change prices. Ticketmaster said 88.2% of tickets were sold at set prices. They never changed. Yeah, not, almost 90% of all tickets on Springsteen's tour were exactly the same price when they sold as when they were set. 
And one quick note I do want to throw in there, dynamic pricing also lowers the price of tickets. You'll even see that in different cities. I'm in Omaha. Tickets here are usually less expensive than they are in New York or Chicago. I mean, that's kind of always been a thing, but it's very apparent now in the dynamic pricing era. Um, So that's definitely a thing that happens that can help you out. So, you know, anybody out there yelling about how evil Springsteen is or how shady Ticketmaster is for fleecing people for $5,000, they're not telling the whole story. Either they don't know the story or they don't care to, but they're not even close. If someone purchased tickets for that much, that's on them. You just spent $5,000 to see that artist. You definitely could have seen him for 250 bucks. No problem. And look, I'm not defending Ticketmaster. They're not exactly my favorite company. I don't own stock in them or anything. But what seems nefarious in these situations does isn't always so, right? You know, you can ask yourself if Springsteen really is such a man of the people, and I don't know that he is. He's a rich guy who maybe speaks to the regular guy's problems, but that's a whole different discussion. I will say, one thing to note, the concert industry is doing just fine. I've heard from lots of folks about empty arenas or concerned that no one's going to concerts because of prices, or I heard that, you know, not that many people went to the show Um, that's come up a lot in discussions and stuff like that. Uh, but that's not the case. Actually, consumer demand has driven, uh, higher ticket prices in a lot of ways. Um, you know, there may be some funky supply demand problem with concerts. You know, no one went to concerts for two years. We didn't have a concert industry in 2020. We barely had one in 2021. Um, so, you know, there's lots of tours right now. There's a huge supply. (laughs) Uh, is the demand there? It sounds like it is. Uh, a lot of the reporting is, has said that. Uh, but, you know, people do only have so much disposable income, maybe a little less right now because of inflation and stuff like that, um, and larger problems in the economy. I mean, that's an issue too. But folks do want to see concerts. They're definitely fine shelling out for them. Um, there was another story from earlier this year. It was in the Wall Street Journal, and they said ticket prices increased 11% in 2021 relative to 2019, uh, according to Live Nation. And demand remains strong, Live Nation said. They said ticket sales through mid-February of this year were up 45% compared to 2019. Now, we're comparing 2022 to 2019 because of those things I said before. There was no concert industry in 2020 or 2021, really. Um, Polestar, if you don't know Polestar, they're great. It's the concert industry trade publication. Nerds like me like to read it, but um, it's got some good info in there. And they say demand is huge right now. Concerts have roared back in 2022. Average ticket price is up. So that's one thing they did note. You are right. You see you on Ticketmaster and you're like, man, tickets are more expensive. Yes, they are. But here's what they've found. They analyze everything. Um, Average ticket price in the first half of 2022 was $108. Seems like a lot, and that's up from $92 in 2019. That's a $16 incri- increase and or 17%. You know, that's not really a huge difference. And this, you know, Polestar does look at all tours, everything from uh, small music clubs and uh, mid-sized theaters all the way up to those big arenas and stuff. But, you know, average ticket price, $108. Not really that big of a deal. So now I do want to rewind really quick before I move on to the next part. Good to remember, while people are yelling about 5,000 concert tickets on Twitter, that the average price for a concert ticket is really only $108. (laughs) So I don't care how many, you know, $2,000 tickets somebody's selling. Most people are not paying anywhere near that much. Um, Not even close. That's not normal. And anybody complaining about that should just say, well, I don't have $2,000. I'll just buy the, you know, $100 ticket or the $200 ticket. Or it's still lots of tours are going out $50 tickets. It's not, you know, that's not uncommon anymore. Anyway, moving on to the other stuff. People are buying more tickets. So the average ticket sold 
uh, at a concert this year, uh, first half of this year, 7,900. That's actually up 500 tickets per show from 2019. So people are buying more tickets to more shows. Um, this is interesting too. This is getting really in the weeds a little bit, but Polestar calculates sell-through percentage. That's the number of tickets sold compared to capacity. So that's a percentage of if I have a 2,000 seat venue, how many of those did I sell? Um, and it's almost exactly the same in 2022 as it was in 2019, like 0.1% difference. Um, 92.7%. So most shows are selling 92.7% of, on average, concerts are selling 92.7% of their tickets. So for every show that sells out, you know, there's one that sells 80% of its tickets, but that's where we're at. Like most tickets are selling well. Um, Polestar did interestingly point out, though, that the cost of touring is up. In fact, it's way up. So you see those tickets rising. That's partly from demand. That's us. That's us wanting those tickets and kind of driving that price. Well, they're probably going to go up more uh, as those costs keep rising. Like what costs? Well, fuel, rentals, vans, paying your techs and people. And, you know, that's everything included to keep a tour on the road. Um, keep that tour profitable is up. So that's something that's having an effect. Uh, we've seen it in some ways um, this summer. There have been some canceled concert. I, I will say those have been rare. I have heard from some folks saying, oh, this canceled, this canceled. Well, that's relatively rare. Uh, one that was notable was Weezer canceled a run of dates. It was actually kind of a short run. They had a five-night Broadway residency. Uh, they were really excited about it. It would have been cool, I think. But... Um, you know, they decided to cancel the news posts all said because of low ticket sales. Now, that's part of it. They just didn't sell all that many tickets. But what Rivers Cuomo said, and you know, it's in the news articles, but that's not usually the top line thing, is he pointed out in his statement that the residency's costs for the band for production were through the roof. It was crazy expensive. And so, you know, you have to sell enough tickets to cover your costs, and they just weren't even getting close to that. So, you know, that's a thing. Um so watch those ticket prices. They're probably going to keep going up. I can't imagine that they're going to rocket through the roof or we're going to see $5,000 tickets be common. But, you know, uh, that 108 average price, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that maybe go up to 125 by next year. And like I said, that's an average. Most shows you go to probably won't cost that much. Uh, but I would see that average keep moving up. So I'm going to leave you with one fun fact for 2022. You want to know what the top two art tours are so far this year? I would not have guessed either of these, but then once I heard them, kind of not surprised. So number one, Bad Bunny. He has racked up grosses totaling $120 million. That's over only 30 shows. I'm sorry, 40 shows. Uh, so that means he's pulling in about $3 million ticket sale gross per show that's 660,000 tickets sold to see him so far this year that's pretty crazy number two was fascinating to me because he couldn't be further musically from bad bunny number two was elton john but the reason is because he's on his farewell tour it continues through this year uh, it'd been going for a while kind of got stopped in its tracks by covid but he ramped it back up and people want to say uh goodbye to elton john Thanks for talking to me about ticket prices today. I love nerding out on music stuff like this, especially things that affect real people like you, and ticket prices are definitely one of those things. Let me know what you think about ticket prices. I'd love to hear what you've been paying for tickets, and maybe even some crazy stories if you got them. Have you seen $2,000 tickets? That's nuts. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, 
or on TikTok, and let's keep this conversation going. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as at Omaha Music Guy, or hit me up on TikTok as the Kevin Coffee. Thank you once again to Herd at Media for producing the show, and you can find lots more of our podcasts on herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Hold up, media production.